0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to WIP Morning Show. I wasn't ready. I'm 10 seconds early. You normally hit it right on the button. Right now it's 6 o'clock. You can go. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. I uh, I asked somebody to introduce I haven't seen Al much lately. Al's been off doing Late all the hockey and I've been I've been, you know, I have my own new schedule here. Ah, we're in the final days, so we gotta spend time together.
2: Why was oh, are we going past? No, no, now we're going to the Super Bowl, right? Is that true? No, no, I don't
1: know where we're going. We oh. don't know where we're going. Oh. According to Steve Young, the Eagles haven't proven anything yet. I'll get to that in a few minutes. The disrespect continues, Philadelphia. But I would like to start. Mm. I'm going to actually start because here's my premise. Here's where I want to start the show, and I realize it. By the way, our friend Marcus Hayes is here, fresh off a great column also, Al, oh. on ESPN. What's going on with uh, that and Jalen Hurts and all that stuff. But uh, I'm starting today because it occurred to me, when we were talking to Nick Sirianni yesterday. Right. When I asked him about his father. Because I, you know, I, I I can't get him to talk about 12 and 1. All right. So I went, you know, I, I, what is your father telling you? Maybe he would say something mm. I could get for there. And yeah. then he did a great riff on the father. Oh. And then last night, Brandon Graham mm-hmm. on his show. And he will be on our show at 8 o'clock today. He did a riff on how different he was the first couple of years here. Mm-hmm. He blew people off for autographs. Oh, did he? He did. He was not the Brandon
3: Graham you know now. He used to block people. Well, there was, right. remember, it was Earl Thomas. He, Everybody said they should have drafted.
1: No, so, I understand. Yeah. But it, it, and then I realized, oh, my God, all these guys on the Eagles right now are really likable. Yes. I mean, more likable than 17. And you had Foles and, and uh, Doug Peters all those guys. But, Al, uh, you also had a guy who uh, beat somebody allegedly at an assault with an umbrella.
2: Oh, they, the beach umbrella.
1: Nigel Brown. Nigel. Oh you God. had Jim Schwartz, who was a weekly <laughs> uh, assault on the senses. Yeah. So I realized this is the most likable Philadelphia sports team we have had in our 35 years. Marcus, this is, for Al and I have been here at 35 years at WIP, this is the most likable team. Is it the mo- – you've been in this city 30 years, right? You've been doing this 30 years?
4: Yeah, yeah. Is so. this
1: the most likable? You're in that locker room. We're not. I, I was thinking about that.
4: Yeah? Uh-huh. By the way, Nigel Bradham was probably the most likable
1: guy. <laughs> he was. He had way. a bad <laughs> moment. <laughs> not not an umbrella.
4: Or, or, or if you're going <laughs> or, through TSA with a gun. Yes, with a gun. With a gun, <laughs> with a gun. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. He yeah.
1: Had yeah. The gun. Yeah. That no. to the greatest but, Jim Schwartz comment. All right, but yeah, you are yeah. the best source of this. Is this the most likable team you've covered?
4: I got to tell you, man. I just came off a Phillies run. Yeah, those Phillies. It, this is the no,
2: combination no, that that's incredible. God, that was a month. Oh, I don't that know. was one
4: month.
1: No, he was, covered them was, all year. That wow. doesn't yeah. count. Yeah.
4: They were barely above well, five hundred. After no. the managing change. And here's the thing: like this, this team <laughs> no. has. No. Uh, yes. Oh, the
1: manager. They, they started with a, a really bad guy. Yeah. By right.
4: far, the most likable football team. All right. But fine. The, all right. The, but that yeah. baseball team went through some stuff and was right. likable on the other end.
1: Well, uh, what I'm asking you today, and Rhea's the judge because mm-hmm. she's a, a native Philadelphia. Who is the most mm. likable player in Philadelphia sports, now or before? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Cover it all, and and you can't name Mr. Personality. You cannot name. uh you cannot name Randall Cunningham, and and I won't let you name uh Steve Carlton. What? What was no, he was a, a, he
3: wouldn't win anyway
1: good all right because he is a miserable <laughs> jerk but he
3: was a great pitcher yes he's, he was he's not we talked but to him recently he's not miserable he's okay anymore. well yeah. no
1: no he's like 80 now yeah. he's fine <laughs> it's when they're in their prime is that when you're, you're not going to be miserable uh that's what we're hoping for <laughs> right back, around the corner back at home all right shut up <laughs> <laughs> anyway let me just give you why I why I, I love talking about mm-hmm. this team and I love rooting for this team because they are so damn likable. And I, So Nick Sirianni's on. I led right with this because uh, he was talking about at his news conference Sunday he was talking about his dad and how his dad always gives input. Right. And yeah, uh, his dad, apparently, Al, is highly critical like we are. And here's what Nick said about that. Text me right after the game. Good job on to the next
5: one. He don't care. He, he, yeah. he, he knows that we we know that we got a job to do next week. So I was raised in this to, with this stuff. And so he tells me it was a good game, tells me what, I, what we screwed up, and then, uh, and then he says move on to the next one. It's, you know, it's a short week. It's a week that you got to get ready for. So that's yeah. where I get this stuff from.
1: Well, and now all I could think as I heard that was mm-hmm. 14 years Andy Reid was here. Did he ever once share that little sliver of his personal life to anybody? No.
2: Well, he enough a complicated, a damn enough about people complicated to do it? personal
1: life. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I I, I I don't even know anything about his father. No. Uh, I don't, know. I, don't I, know. I know a lot about Nick's father. Well, what I'm saying is, this guy is likable. Yeah. He, you want to root for him. Oh, you yeah. see him on the sideline going nuts, and you go, "Wow, that's us." He's Nick We're, from Delco. He's Nick from Delco. He really? Is. He's so <laughs> it, it's cool to see that. And then uh, last night I was referencing this a minute ago with Brandon Graham on his show, right? And Brandon Graham is talking about how... And again, they they share their lives with the fans. This is great. And he's talking about how things weren't always this good. Listen.
0: It's been times where I didn't like being in Philly because of how I was playing and what people were saying about me, all that stuff. And I was hiding, you know, being in the house all the time, not... Like, when people ask for autographs, I just kind of waved them off. Like, no, nah, I'm good, I'm good. It's like, nah, you know, you never know who you inspire. And so, and then I got a platform at that, too. So, But I just try to spend that time, like, give up, give up my time, especially if I know I got more than enough time to go do what I got to do. It's like, man, you just never know who's hurting in moments um, that they just, just looking for a little inspiration. And me just smiling or just being who I am, just made me, man, roll my sleeves up and, and get ready.
1: How do you not root for Brandon Graham? You have to. You had three sacks at 34 years old. Yes. Yeah. Twenty-nine snaps out, three sna- sacks. Yeah. We're going to ask her about it at eight o'clock. Well, they
3: are managing his time well. Well,
1: it <laughs> seems to be the fewer snaps they get, the better these old guys Fletcher? do. Fletcher's Fletcher playing well. Is more alive yeah. now because they're not out there as much. Uh, the big beefy guys in the middle. They're not doing a hell of a lot, but they're giving the other guys mm-hmm. enough rest so they're better. Mm-hmm. It's working. These guys are – Darius Slay. Do you enjoy interviewing Darius Slay, Marcus? Whenever I can. Whenever you can, right? Oh, my God. Let me give you Darius a couple of days ago, Al. By the way, it's Slay. Sl- he goes by Slay. Oh, I'm sorry. Huh. No, Darius. Here's <laughs> Slay. Slay. Slay, Al, is talking about how he wouldn't mind switching over to wide receiver because he really likes Hurts and he would like to have even more glory. Listen to that. I almost like, all right, man, I'm going to go to receiver because I know Bruck can give me the ball on any time. right
3: now.
5: I'm almost, I'm, I'm almost retired as DB. Shit. I'm going to go to receiver because I know if I'm going for 1,500. Is that He's MVP? switching to receiver? Tonight. I'm calling coach tonight. We're having a full conversation by tonight. Coach, I'm going to receiver because I know I can get 1,500 yards in five games. It hurts?
1: Most likable <laughs> team ever. <laughs> They're all fun. They're all they're into it. They're winning. It's it's such a beautiful time to be an Eagles fan. And I, I haven't even – and I did mention A.J. Brown. He's a character, right? A.J. Brown's not fun to, talk, to listen to. Mm-hmm. Mike Garofalo interviewed him after the game from NFL Network. He'll be on at 9 o'clock today. Mike Garofalo will, not no. A.J. And uh, all these other guys, out. you look around, and they're all pretty damn likable. And I haven't even scratched the surface of the most likable part of this team. And it is the offensive line, mm-hmm. which just sold out a Christmas album before it came out.
2: Yep,
5: That's
1: and- how popular these guys are. Ah, do I have to tell you my lot is a character, oh. a rugby guy who uh, converted over. He's a monster now. And he sings like an angel. Yes. And then you got Lane Johnson. Let me tell you, I'm still kind of holding my breath because he went in the tent near the end of the game, but they say it's minor. Um, why don't I just play? Here's, here's Lane Johnson. I'll have a blue Christmas without you. I'll be so blue just thinking. I can't wow, picture John Runyon song. doing that. Can you picture Mike Mamula crooning like that? <laughs> I can't. I'm just trying to pick defensive ads. Yeah.
2: Paul Jawlevitz.
1: Paul, oh J- well, maybe Jawlevitz, <laughs> but he's not a defensive ad. No. This, I, I come on, and then I yeah. Now I'll go to the main guy, the leader of the leaders, mm-hmm. Jason Kelsey. All no, right. No, no. You know, four years later, his song makes more sense now than it did at the at the parade. Oh yeah. Joe, right, play a little bit of that. No one likes us. No one likes us. No one likes us. We don't care. We're feeling, really, really. feeling. No one likes us. We don't care. No one likes us. No one likes us. No one likes us. We don't you're, this, you're watching right now. Dispute it if you want. This is the most likable Philadelphia sports team in our 35 years. Certainly the most likable football team. I was even looking back before that. Right? Yeah. And I was going, well, Eddie was a pretty, a lot of real characters there, Tug McGraw, those guys. Oh, no, they But were. Schmitty wasn't, he wasn't a fan favorite. He wasn't loved then. No. Remember that? Uh, Carlton was a pure jerk. The closest I could come was the Flyers of the 70s.
2: Well, that's before we because were Because you
1: have Perron. No, but I'm just saying before, I'm trying to find Eddie team. In the history of this city, that's as likable as this 12-1 and football team. And I wasn't here for that, so you could tell me out there. Yeah, that's a long time ago. That's a lot of likable people. When you walk, here's the real test. Marcus, when you work in that locker room, Mm -hmm. anybody you're worried about or want to avoid because he's just going to be nasty to you? Hmm. That's a good question. Anyone? Because there's always a couple of guys. They got 53 guys in there, plus the coaches. Anyone?
4: Mm. I really can't. You know what? Isaac Sayamalu.
1: Isaac Sayamalu. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) How dare he?
4: (laughs) And honestly, and here's the kicker. If he's in a good mood... He's the best quote of the five. Oh yeah, he's really, really, really smart. But he's not always in a good mood. Maybe it's he's you. Just not. Inter- <laughs> it, it, <laughs> I will. It's probably us more than me. But yeah, you, right. you have a point. But no, he's <laughs> uh, he, he's rarely interested in engaging. Period. That's just who he All is.
1: Right. Okay, but that's not terrible. No. Uh, he's not hitting anybody with an umbrella. <laughs> <He's> not- <laughs> Here are your numbers. I uh, jump on. I got. Wow, this is great. One of the very first. Trey Turner, Phillies jerseys. Mm-hmm. Would you love that? We talked to him last week. He seemed like a nice guy, too. I also got tickets to this show, out, which sounds great. Lincoln Financial Field in June. It's uh, Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks.
3: I can't, uh, I can't that's, believe that. Is that, that a great cool. show?
1: Yeah. I got a 50 RVs Visa gift card, and I got a Hertz name and number T-shirt. I got four prizes today. We're here, what you're going to do is you're going to name somebody that you think was the most likable Philadelphia sports figure. Hmm. Rhea's going to weigh them all, and at the end, she's going to hand out the four top ones. All right, that's the way that's going to work. And we're going to start today in Allentown with Zachary. Hi, Zach. Hey, morning, crew. How are you doing? Zach, do you like this team more than any
6: you've uh, rooted for prior to this? I love this team, guys. This team is the most likable team I have ever watched since I became a sports fan when I was five years old.
1: Isn't it beautiful to have players that you could actually like as people as well as players?
6: It's amazing to watch.
4: It's Uh, great. Especially
6: with all the charity work that they do. They don't care for themselves. They only care about their community. They care about their teammates. They care about everyone else. They don't care about...
1: I, I'm losing oh, you, Zachary. Zach, i would have to put you back on hold to see if you clear up. You may notice in that whole riff I did, I did not bring up Hurts. Right. He's cool. Now, here's the thing about Hurts. And, again, you talk to him all the time, Marcus. Hurts mm-hmm. does not come across as highly affable. But he also is a guy you can root for because he's so focused, so clear in the goal. And I love that about. Him. So he's not giving me personality, but he's giving me performance.
4: And he might be the most Philadelphian of them. Yeah. And what? Why? Because you don't expect he's kind of the underdog with the chip on his shoulder, even when yeah. in his finest hour. And he's very, very serious. Philadelphians aren't particularly affable.
1: No, I know, but really? he is not. Uh, even like uh, when uh, you know the curtains down and all, he's still not like a laugh he's not like they love him in
3: that building, I will tell you that. Because right? he's we a do. leader. No, but yeah, because of all, all everything, the way he is with people.
4: Right. And and, and the and the fact that there is no there is no work that he doesn't do.
1: He yeah, he loves to, he, he actually loves, loves, to, loves work. to work. He loves to work. That's hard to find. Zach is bad. Let's Zach. try this now. Zach, are you better now? Yes, can you hear me? Yes, Uh, give me the biggest point you wanted to make in this
6: phone call. So, I found a reason to be upset at the game on Sunday.
1: No, what was that? The turf. Ah, the turf. Yep. The turf probably. uh, uh, Al, Rhea uh, went back to the Sippis run down the sideline, and she was able to determine that his cleats got stuck in the fake turf. Oh, and that that was and, and it has been a major issue
3: they're pulling it out Yeah, the, the Giants don't like it, the Jets don't like it a lot of players have had season ending injuries on that turf, but yeah. they're not replacing it with real grass, they're replacing
1: it with a different kind of turf see, I, I, I'm not sure that's the right thing to do, but Zach, that is a valid complaint, because we did lose a punter and uh, they right away found another punter who's been on the Pro Bowl three times yep. so they figured that Brett Kern he is, his name is, and he'll be there for Maybe the rest of the year. No one knows exactly how serious the Sipris injury is.
6: uh, We also lost uh, Kyron Johnson and Reed Blankenship.
1: Yeah. Now, we don't know if the turf directly affected those, but it's valid. Zach, I like it. Zach, most likable Philly uh, sports figure ever. I'm going to go with Mike Schmidt. Mike Schmidt will not win. (laughs) They
2: couldn't even sell hoagies.
1: Mike Schmidt. (laughs) I'll put him on. No, Mike Schmidt. Tremendous player, maybe yeah. the greatest player. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but not likable. He'll tell you now. he wasn't
3: like very likeable. Oh no, now, now he's yeah. fine. Yeah. But
1: Michael tell you, Al, that he was too serious and too combative. Oh, he was
2: just. He, he, was, he was brilliant. I love talking no, to Mike, I know he uh, was. about baseball.
1: Intelligent. But
2: my God, he was just—he was awkward. Oh, yeah. Yes, he was that's awkward. a good word. Al. <laughs> yeah. I never could relate to awkward <laughs>
1: people. <laughs> 215-592. <laughs> Shut <awkward>. up. <laughs> All right, uh, 622, in honor of uh, what's yep. going on right now with uh, preparations for Christmas Eve. Oh, Christmas it's going Eve. to be a weird Christmas Eve in this town. Well, okay. Yeah. Because I, I, I sat my wife down yesterday. I said to her, listen, Gail, I don't know what the plan is for Christmas Eve. But we got to make room for the Cowboys uh, as the main course. What day of the week is Christmas Eve? It's Saturday, a Saturday, Saturday. night. Yep. It's a Saturday night. Four twenty-five. So, what do you do? Four twenty-five. Most people are eating sometime between four twenty-five and seven thirty. You plan know? it around it. Yeah. You plan it around it. You don't it do a sit-down dinner. You can't do a sit-down. No. And you gotta. But it, what if something goes wrong? Can there be swearing on Christmas Eve?
3: There will be. <laughs> There is.
1: Yeah. There is. Regardless. All right. <laughs> Regardless. Uh, all right I just, yeah. It's going to be a weird Christmas Eve. And then if they win, Al, phenomenal. If they lose, eh, not as good. If Dallas loses between
2: now and then, will it even
1: matter? Uh, that is a concern to me because I will still care, but the players might not. <laughs> I actually, Al, did not feel bad that the Cowboys came back to beat Houston. To really? To keep that... That's a no, big well, That game. would have been Lose. so sweet. No, that's uh, a big uh, game. We couldn't believe it. Oh, uh, that's a big game. That would have been great. what yeah. <laughs> What question after that? Brought to you by Armand Chevrolet,
3: minor fender Better or major accident, Armand Chevrolet's Collision Center will make it right. Find new roads at com. Which Philadelphia sports team do you like the most? 2022 Eagles, 2017 Eagles, 2008 Phillies, 1975
1: Flyers. You now I can't put the current Philly team in. They didn't win. These uh, are champions. Well, are it says, champions. did you like the most? These I are mean, champions. That's uh, reasonable. I, well, champions. Not,
2: I, I, th- I think you could make an argument more people like the 93 Phillies that
1: lost. I, I, the I thought of that, that the Macho <laughs> Rogue. guys. <laughs> liked no. them, but they weren't very likable. No, they <laughs> weren't. <laughs> I see this as a tight race because okay. a lot of people love the OAT. They had a Hall of famous idea. Uh, the uh, the 75 Flyers, Al. People still talk about those parades, those two years, yeah. 74 and 75. Yeah, but- I got the uh, 2017 Eagles. That's a miracle victory. And then you got what's going on now, 12-1. and 1. Marcus, who you got there?
4: I think this year's Eagles team is going to win. And, you know, the, uh, from what I've experienced, they're the most likable.
1: All right. I'm with Marcus, obviously. It was my premise. Al, who you got? <laughs>
2: Yeah, they're very. Li- I mean, it's just looking at likable. Yeah, the coach lets you in on everything. Yeah, the defensive coordinator gets hammered by people and has a smile. Really? use
3: <laughs> The 2022 Eagles don't belong there yet because they haven't won.
1: I understand that, but I'm <laughs> anticipating imminent success.
3: Uh, okay, I'm going to stick for now with the 2017
1: because right, it enough. was
3: so remark. It came against Belichick it was great. and the Patriots and Tom Brady.
1: And, I know. You know uh, who would have thought? Philly, Who would have thought five years later we had a challenger to that? You wouldn't think so. Ava Graham, who you got? 2017 Eagles. Okay, there he is. What? There's an echo in the studio again. I'm hearing an echo here. Your voice is echoing all all the way in here. It was just so incredible. Now, I want to ask people a question (laughs) because this is the ultimate test. if you are an investor, if you are somebody who wants to be first,
3: 12
1: and 1, are you calling right now to get reservations, Arizona, February? I've
2: already probably You better done have it. already done it. No, I'm. that's why <laughs> yeah. I'm
1: asking. Yeah, yeah. You're you, calling. Uh, oh, yeah, it, absolutely. You're, Because you can always sell them. You have to do it, right? You literally, has anyone listening right now made a call? I don't know. Do you still use travel agents? You don't need them now. They're, right? so you're the internet? They're
3: actually coming
1: back, believe it they or not. They are coming yeah. back. Did you make a call to either get accommodations or flights or whatever to the site of Super Bowl 57? Uh, 57, I think. Anyway, to be at this Super Bowl because there's a good chance you'll see your team at it. Has anyone done that? That's when you know there's a commitment. That's where you're going. Wow, you may end up with nothing. But you're going for it. Yeah, that's
4: Patriots good. fans did that every February. I know they did. <laughs> and they were right most of the time.
1: I just wonder if our people are at that point yet. Because that's a big point. All right, let's go to Scott and Barrington. Hi, Scotty.
5: Brother Angela, morning crew. What's
1: good with you? Scotty, if you could, would you get tickets now for Arizona in February? Yes, I would. Seems a bit premature. Nah. <laughs> uh, nah. Oh, well,
5: it is what it is. We're going to the big dance. Oh well, Everybody, I hope prove,
3: so.
1: Proof is in the pudding. Flights are a thousand
3: dollars right now. A
1: thousand dollars for trip. Arizona? Yep. Ah, that's a lot. All right. Anyway, Scott, what did you want to say today?
5: Um, I'm, I'm. Let the good times roll with the Eagles. I got to agree with you guys. The most likable team. Look at the quarterback. Like you said, look, look, look at the coach, man. Just look, look at the guys who we brought in, man. They're they're humble and they get it. Yeah. Blue collar workers.
1: That's the word. They're humble. Most teams that are doing this well are not this humble. Most of them right now they're starting to really feel it. Going, man, look what we just did to the Giants. That was embarrassing. <laughs> and, and and brother Angel, you mentioned look, look at Coach Sirianni, man.
5: Especially when he ran off the field um, when they when they played the Colts and everything, man. He, the guy is just so emotional. He gets it, man. I love the guy I love the guy
1: yeah he's winning the city over big time because he's natural here he's not afraid to show himself and that's oh, uh, that's uh, that's unusual it's different than Doc rivers right Scott I'm sorry, who? Never heard of him. I can't.
5: I, I, don't, I don't even call him Doc, Brother Marcus. We only know there's one Doc in this town. I can't right. stand him. Why, why is he even back? Why is, Why did he even come back? You
1: got me started with him.
4: You're on the Howard Eskin train. No,
1: well, I saw when that we you were did. also calling out the Sixers, and the first thing that occurred to me is that they're nowhere near as likable. I like him no. Embiid. Don't get me wrong. It, I like him Embiid. Tyrese is very likable. Tyrese Maxey is likable, but I... I it, it's it's Brother Marcus, real quick, I'm going to ask you a question. Yes, sir. Um, Do you
5: think it would be a big change like when we got rid of Girardi and brought Coach Topper in, if they got rid of Doc and put Sam Cassell there?
4: I don't know Sam well enough, but I don't think the coach matters with James Harden being the point guard and having to be a facilitator. I think you're going to be disappointed until he figures out how to do that. And I don't know if that's – I was talking to P.J. Tucker the other day. I don't know if that's possible, man. So I don't think that changing their coach would be as big a deal as finally hiring a real point guard for the first time since Drew Holiday.
1: Wow, interesting. Scott, I need a likable Philadelphia sports figure past or present. Hungry Dogs Run Wild, Jason Kelsey. Jason Kelsey. It's a very good one. Oh, I can't believe this, Al. Simon John has called in with a song. And I got Marissa coming up from Tokyo and Principal Patty, and they're all known for singing. Let's see what Simon John's got. John, what do you got for us today? I got a song.
6: My voice isn't great, but it's it's, it's the most wonderful time of year. Christmas Eve isn't in the discussion. The Eagles-Cowboys with the division on the line, home field throughout the playoffs. Christmas Eve is, comes around that, if you can fit it in. Hmm.
1: Wait a minute. So, John, you are the number one caterer in Hamilton. Everybody loves when you put out a tailgate or you invite people to the house, and you're telling me the game takes precedent over the spread?
6: Well, the Christmas Eve orders come early. They're early before 1 o'clock. And then, but after, I'm talking about for the family. The business, I got to get those orders out. Right. But family ways, that comes after the game. If wow. All
1: right, so it's like 8 o'clock or later after the game because first, but what if they lose? That, that ruins the meal, doesn't it? We're not losing. Cowboys might lose to Jacksonville. Game might not matter. All Hmm? right. Well, I I hope that the game does matter. John, what's your song? What do you got for us? It's the
6: most wonderful time of the year. You guys can stop me if you want. All right. (laughs) You ready? Yep. It's the most wonderful time of the year. All the fans will be yelling and everyone spelling E-A-G-L-E-S. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the soup super season of all. With those quarterback beatings and road game meetings when bird fans outnumber all. It's the soup super season of all. There'll be tailgates for hosting, burgers for roasting, and eagle chants out in the snow. There'll be Brandon Grand stories and tales of the glories of playoffs of long, long ago. Oh, oh, oh. it's the most wonderful time of the year. There'll be touchdowns celebrating And hearts vibrating with the Super Bowl near It's the most wonderful time Yes, the most wonderful time Oh, the most wonderful time Of the year Go, Birds! Let's go, baby! We gotta get ready and bring this home! Wow!
1: I mean, that was amazing! Outstanding. Simon John, you're a good singer too! And the lyrics, you're unbelievable. The lyrics were fantastic. I wouldn't be playing that separate from your
6: call. That's how much I loved it. A little side note on Arizona my stepson is in Scottsdale, 10 minutes from the stadium. You cannot get a room 200 miles from Scottsdale. It's It's the same weekend. As the big, I don't even know, Marcus would know. Wow.
2: What's the big golf Yeah, that golf tournament. What do tournaments yeah, out yeah, there, the the way the they yell like, at? All right,
1: you know what, though? Simon John can get a room. He's got relatives. <laughs> John, great job. Thank you, buddy. Oh. Friday, we're looking live. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, how good was that? He's got all kinds of talents. Now, Cup can King. we be honest here for a second? Now, not everybody that calls to sing is that great. No. And and a lot of times you guys are looking at me like, get rid of this guy. He's killing it. Nobody did that here. I was. Rio was into it. Now you were into mm-hmm. it. Marcus Hayes was into it. Didn't hate it. He didn't hate it. He didn't hate it. Let me get up. Uh, Marissa from Tokyo. Hi, Marissa. Angelo, I
7: retire. I can't
1: compete with that. <laughs> uh, you know what, Marissa? I understand. How great was that, Marissa? I did not see that coming.
7: <laughs> uh, I love the compassion. This is just why I love the fans of Philadelphia. We are the great. We're the greatest.
1: Well, you're all the way halfway around the world, Marissa. How did it seem to you on Sunday when the Eagles beat the Giants badly?
7: Oh, Angelo, get ready for some fun. I get my my morning paper, and who should I look at in my Japanese newspaper in the sports section. Hurts, Eagles cruise into NFC playoff spot, baby, with a beautiful picture of Hurts just running in for a touchdown and the Giants are looking miserable. I said it once and I said it again. Japan loves the Eagles. Well we're
1: in the our uh, in the Tokyo newspaper. I didn't even know that people read know. newspapers. That is awesome, Marissa. And I just, I got to know this, Marissa, because I don't know the exact timing here. The biggest game of this year, in all likelihood, will be on Christmas Eve here. What time? It's going to be 425 here on Christmas Eve. What time will that be in Tokyo? And will you be watching the Eagles play the Cowboys?
7: What a silly question, Angelo. Of course I'm going to watch that game. It will be Christmas morning at 3 a.m., and I am hoping for a big old bag of just victory on those cowgirls.
1: Three o'clock in the morning on Christmas morning. Marissa's going to be in her tub watching the Eagles. Wow. Marissa, that is a beautiful way to remember at Christmas. Marissa, give me a highly likable Philadelphia sports figure. Um,
7: I'm gonna go with the one a great flyers legend, Bernard Marcel Parent.
3: Uh-huh. Oh, absolutely. One.
1: That is a great one, Marissa. Stay right there. Who better than Bernie Perron? All, all these right. years later, Al, still beyond beloved. <laughs> Maybe the most beloved of all time. 215 592 Tons more to do. When we come back, the betting has changed, and Al is on the cusp of becoming a wealthy man. Oh. He made a good bet for Jalen. <laughs> <laughs> he surprised yeah.
5: him. Yeah. A good bet. Uh,
2: don't jinx it now. I want uh, this <laughs> money. All right, okay. <laughs>
1: All right, 641 is your time right now, ladies and gentlemen, and I would like uh, to spend a moment talking about a man you love us to talk about, and that is Jalen Hurts, Mm -hmm. because he is now officially, according to all the sports betting mechanisms, he is now, Al, odds-on to win the MVP. Nice. He moved ahead of Patrick Mahomes on Sunday. Oh. How did he do it? Well, he had another great game. And he, I, you know what? It doesn't hurt that you do it in the New York media market either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are paying a little closer attention when you do it in a major media, media market. And Mahomes, although he pulled the game out mm-hmm. against the awful Denver team, he did
3: not look great in that game. He had he, one beautiful throw, but... he
1: threw three more interceptions. Correct. Mm-hmm. That is the number that Jalen Hurts has thrown in all 13 games combined. Yeah. Oh, that is the most amazing thing about Hurts this year. How he has avoided the interception. And Rhea said this yesterday. This was amazing. I don't even remember, like, throws that guy, defensive back, strapped. Yeah, you know, there's always some of those. Yeah. You go, oh, my God, he threw it right to the guy. How did he not catch it? Yeah. Nothing like that. Well, good. There,
4: there was the fourth down pass at the Giants that the guy kind of ran through. You remember right the, the Devontae Smith? The, that was, was not a catch.
1: Oh, that was a oh, no, Wait a minute. Are you talking about the safety or the corner? The safety. The safety got <laughs> there too late. <laughs> he got there. That Hertz timed the, the, it perfectly. The safety
4: yeah. ran out of bounds. Yeah,
1: I thought Whatever. it was going to be picked. Yeah, that was <laughs> an interception. <I> <laughs> that safety should have kept running right through the <laughs> tunnel
4: because,
1: boy, did he look dumb on that play. But it was it was great. It was all great. So, anyway, let me give you updated. I'm going to give you the numbers on Hertz now being the favorite to win the MVP. Mm-hmm. First, you will hear Hertz and his speech, very brief as always with yeah, Hertz. Yeah, yeah. After the victory. And that's,
8: a, that's, that's, a great, that's a great team win right here. That's a great team win today. I feel like we came in here. We had the weather as a condition. We had all these different things going on. And we, we conquered the moment. We conquered the moment. There's a lot to learn from. Enjoy it. and know we got bigger things coming forward. Bigger things coming forward. Mm-hmm. So enjoy this. And continue to grow. Eagles on three. One, two, three. Eagles.
1: Just so understated. Mm-hmm. And then Dan Olavsky out from ESPN. Right. it's coming all around, right. has he? He's come around. He has done about as much of a 180 as you could do because he was a critic of Mm Hurts. And then yesterday, finally, even while ESPS continues to disrespect the Eagles and place the Cowboys ahead of them, he now understands the greatness of Jalen Hurts.
2: Jalen Hurts has become the most progressed passing quarterback I've ever seen in my life. I've never seen a young person get better throwing the football than this. And not only make it better, he's become very good at it.
1: All right, and now I have just been told by Mr. Al Morganti that Rex now, who I enjoyed for two weeks... On The Amazing Race. (laughs) What? He was on The Amazing Race. You watch that? I love The Amazing Race. Oh, wow. I've seen all 33 seasons. (laughs) And he was on it. He was awful. And he got knocked out in the second round. What did he do it with? Uh, He did it with some friend of his. And the friend realized early on they were not a threat. (laughs) (laughs) But but, uh, Al, yeah, it seemed like Al, before they started the race, he was checking out all the women's feet. I'm not sure what that's about. But anyway... Rex Ryan now I did not know this until you told me Rex Ryan now has become another spokesman for our Eagles here's what he said
5: I've never ever seen a quarterback make the strides that Jalen Hurts has made I remember when he came out look I was killing every one of these I I would get hey Josh Allen's going to be the man Baker Mayfield's overrated all these type of things I, I went wrong on my initial beliefs about these quarterbacks Except this guy. I was wrong on Jalen Hurts because I I question whether he had the NFL skill set to be a starting quarterback. I knew he'd play, but I never knew if he actually had the starting skill set. I never thought he was accurate enough throwing the football. Well, he wasn't back then, Coach. but he wasn't. And the thing is, and I love where people say, well, you can't improve accuracy
1: on a quarterback. The hell you can't. Case in point, Jalen Hurts. Wow, that Al. is really good. That's a testimonial. Right, anyway, here's where we are. Al Morganti, how yeah. many weeks ago, Al, did you place this bet on Hertz being the heavy pit? About six. Six. All right. Yeah. So the numbers would have been even better at the beginning of the season. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. yeah. But you got plus 250. 250, yeah. So for and it 100-
2: went up after that a week. It did go up. Because um, Mahomes had that monster game.
1: Ah, all right. <laughs> well, you out at uh, plus 250, that means if you put 100 down, you would receive $250 uh, in profit. Yeah. All right. Now, as of Sunday's game. Right. Uh, it, it, Hertz is no longer in plus territory. Really? Now he's minus one hundred and five. Mm. Wow! So if you bet a hundred, you need to bet a hundred and five dollars just to win a hundred. Right. Right. Meanwhile, now you got to understand. Last week he was plus one hundred and fifty, so he went way yeah, up yeah. with that performance, yep. right? Meanwhile, Mahomes with the three interceptions, but the victory, he is now going up to 150, plus 150, exactly what Hurts was a week ago, and he was at plus 120. So now the oddsmakers feel that Hurts is the MVP. It's his to lose. It's his to lose no, according now, According the exactly. oddsmakers, yeah. And if you're looking for another number that would indicate that Hurts has a good lead, uh, he has run for 686 yards, and Mahomes has run for 280. Yeah, there's no category. It's not even close. Yeah. And interceptions now. Three versus eleven. Wow! Come on, that Marcus. I know you don't have a vote. That's not even that close, is it?
4: It's it's embarrassing that it's embarrassing that it was this close last week.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Really, yeah. even last week
4: he was far more valuable. No, he he had come off a hundred and fifty-seven yard rushing game and a three hundred and fifty right. yard passing game, and he was still and he had behind the best him. team, and he was still behind him. Wow,
1: good point. All right, Principal Patty's up from Holy Angel. Hi, Principal Patty. Good
8: morning, everyone. How are you? We
1: I, love these eagles. I, are the kids going wild at the school?
8: You know what? They are so excited. We're going to have an Eagles Day coming up because every day could be Eagles Day.
1: All right, Patty, listen. It's unbelievable. We got, we got a situation. I know that what you have there is a very religious school. Right. How do right, you? How do we balance? This is good advice for people out there. How do we balance the, the sacred nature of Christmas Eve with a game versus the Cowboys how do we incorporate all that into I'm going to be
8: honest with you we go to 4:30 mass on, oh, on no! Christmas Eve and my husband is like 4:30 mass on Christmas Eve so um we might have to go to midnight or possibly Christmas morning uh-huh. because we can't miss the Dallas game
1: All right so you will change this the mass you go to I'm I'm going to change the mass I go
8: to I, I can't miss that game these guys uh-huh. are working too hard and they're too much fun to watch.
3: Boy, Midnight Mass could be pretty interesting
6: around here. Midnight
1: Mass is very interesting. Patty, when they were giving out the offering, the people could be doing the eagle chair.
4: That's what I'm saying. Very,
1: <laughs> and misspelling yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I right, right, Patty, most likable eagle ever.
8: Quick story. I worked at Wanamakers, and I'm working one day, and Jerome Brown and Reggie White come walking down the aisle. And they took up the entire aisle. I stopped, and they were talking to me, and I asked Reggie White. I was teaching fourth grade in Glassboro. He would come talk to my kids. He was absolutely fabulous. Came to the school, signed autographs, answered questions, just like a neighborhood guy. We love Reggie White.
1: That's a, that's a tremendous choice and an extraordinary man. Really, an extraordinary was, How do you stay, stay on hold. That's a very good one. You know Reggie pretty well, right? Did you know him?
4: I just met him a couple of times sort of at the end of his career. He was at the end that
1: you were just coming in. I was in. coming in, yeah. a good, good guy. We held a rally for him to try to get uh, Norman Brayman to re-sign mm-hmm. we, we thought we'd get 100 people. We got 5,000.
4: People talk about this all the time. Who was the most important or significant free agent signing in history? Is Reggie White. Reggie White Maybe. was the best player I'll, on the Green Bay Packers. I will <laughs> argue.
1: Al, you're right. He went to the Packers. Al will argue for us, mm-hmm. it may be Harper. Yeah. Because Harper no, is. No, Reggie other- White won. No, Reggie oh, White Oh, I'm sorry, Not for here. us. For us. Yeah. I'm
4: sorry, yeah. yeah. For us. Right. I think I was here that day. That, yeah. That's. An, I was thinking about that, yeah. just in to place, devil, that devil's advocate. I haven't come up with one since.
1: No. Because he's done more than just him, he's brought others here. Yeah. And he's created a culture. All right. Next up is uh, Andy from Deptford, otherwise known Andy as Andy the, the, troll. the Troll. Hi, Andy.
5: Yo, yo, Ang. What's up, buddy? How we doing?
1: We're doing awesome. We're 12-1. and 1. We're feeling it right now, Andy. We're feeling it.
5: Oh, man. This team's definitely such a likable team. I mean, you got the MVP of the league. You got the coach of the year. You got the executive of the year. Oh, and on your show, Nick Sirianni already stated, we got the assistant coach of the year. <laughs> assistant coach of the year, Jonathan Gannon. Yes! Right. You
1: know and what? one more, Andy, and uh, he'll be out at 8 o'clock. Maybe the man of the year, Brendan Graham. Because he is a a nominee for that, and he deserves it. And you know
5: what? Everyone in this town, we we, we, we love
1: defense. Game green defense.
5: Dawkins uh, era of defense, right? We love that. But you look at this team. We're number one in the NFL with sacks, 49. We had 29 last year. So we, we we, we got 20 more sacks with how many more games left to play? So we're number one in the league, not in the NFC. We're number one in the NFL in sacks and turnovers.
1: You know, that sack thing, Andy, crept up on me. I did not realize that Reddick got to 10 on Sunday. Third different team he's had 10 with, right? Yeah, and that's... that's um. So that's like uh, w- they're way ahead of any pace. You're right that they've had in any recent year.
2: Well, when you get when you win by that much,
4: the other team's yeah. going to have to throw
1: I mean, all the time. <laughs> no, but they had seven sacks yesterday. Yeah. They had seven or eight the week before. Yeah, they got forty points.
4: If They graded on a curve. The Carson sacks only count for half. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> nine against them.
1: No, Andy, it, it that's is hard. amazing. They they kind of uh, some of these stats we didn't even realize until they mentioned them to
5: us. I mean we may have four guys in double digits. Did that ever happen with the Eagles? Mm, Graham, no. Reddick, Hargraves, and Sweat. All four of them guys can legitimately have double digit sacks.
1: Whoa. I know one thing. Brandon Whoa. Brandon would love it. But it's been a it. career goal is he's, he's a eight and a half right now. Yeah. He got to nine and a half and seventeen. Yep. He he needs one and a half to get the double figures. Something else to root for, Andy.
5: And I don't know if this is my most likable Philly team. To me, it's kind of to be determined. Right now, the O one one Sixers, I mean, they got a special spot in my heart. Uh, a team of nobodies with huh. a 5-foot-nothing, 100-pound-nothing guard that carried them, won an the MVP. And, you know, I, I don't know if they almost won a chip, but they took them there.
1: I'll tell you, they, People love right, that Allen, team. There was Allen, nothing like Allen it. Allen was as loved as you could be of this town. Larry Brown, not so much. Right, right. Larry Brown was kind of Weird.
4: And you can argue he's the greatest coach this town has seen. No,
1: I understand that. In any sport. But he had a quirky personality. He had a weird personality. You had to catch him in the right mood.
5: How can you argue he's the greatest coach ever in this town? He never won.
4: No, well, I mean, I mean, like his entire career's yeah. body of work right. is greater than any other coach's career body of work. In Probably true, and pro, but knows. not
1: for us. Though. Not yeah. specifically You're an here.
4: By yourself on that one, Marcus. Okay, well,
1: actually, and Andy, not. don't Andy, give me. So, who's the most likable sports figure? Come on, man, Allen
6: Iverson. Yeah. Allen
1: Iverson's a great one. That's Stay right there good. with that. Allen Iverson, now, Al. wow, he was a show. You'd, you know what? You would go home after a loss and still be highly entertained. Yeah. He was great regardless of win or lose because he was so great to watch play. Just fun. That was fun, right? <laughs> no, Iverson, that, that.
2: That's a, This is some revisionist history here. oh yeah, I remember e- asking with Iverson. Oh, my God. Yeah, oh, yeah
6: that Alan was Iverson. <laughs> there, there,
4: there, there's, a, there's a contingent in Philadelphia that believes Allen Iverson wasn't as complete a player as he could have been okay. and not a great oh, yeah. guy.
3: Yeah.
1: All right, hold on. And the feud between Eskin and Iverson, I'm Team Iverson.
2: The feud between Satan and Eskin, you're Team Satan. (laughs) I'm not
1: going that far. All right, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, one of the things we've been featuring here are some of the Conklin classics and what better time to fire off this great song about the Dallas Cowboy owner.
9: Well, you know Steinbrenner Motel March shot Victor Kayam. Ersay and Finley, Bill Bidwell, and Bremen. But do you recall the nastiest one of them all? Jerry, the red-necked owner, was a crooked drunk sleaze ball. This guy's so brash and cocky, don't you want to break his jaw? All of the other owners. Sued his butt because he steals That left old redneck Jerry To make his own endorsement Then his world came tumbling down Crack cocaine sex crimes NFL said listen pal Go serve those suspensions now America just loved it Cowboys losing frequently Jerry, the red owner, worst in football history.
1: Oh, that's beautiful. That's the back to Two the one days. Five. And he got away those, with uh, stuff. He got away with quite a lot. Yeah.
4: Can, can we put Dan Snyder in there now?
1: <laughs> many, uh, you know, <laughs> you could almost transpose now, but many of those were allegations and nothing more. <laughs> I want to be clear on that. <laughs> 215, man, in his day, it was Cock, a cock oh, wow. was a vicious comic. Yeah. Vicious comic. 2155 he's going to do a new song coming up in the next hour and it i thought it was vicious till i heard that uh. 2155929494w